I'm Dana Merrill, the owner of The Designery in North Raleigh. And I am True Merrill. I am the project manager. The Designery is a lovely kitchen, bath, and closet remodeling company. We've been asked several times how to host more people or build out entertainment spaces for folks. There's a lot of things that we can do. Depending on the size of your base, we can add in an island to get you more countertop space. We can put in some larger ovens so you can cook larger meals. We do beer bars. We can do wine bars. We can do soda machines, coolers, all that kind of stuff. Please stop by our showroom, 3030 Wake Forest Road. That's The Designery at thedesignery.com. Before we get started this week, I wanted to take the opportunity to let everybody know <gasps> about our party. I have a party. It's going to be at Wine and Design. It's on January the 27th, mm-hmm. which is a Saturday. Saturday evening. It's from 7 to 9, yeah. and it's $25. Mm-hmm. Who's going to be there, Sarah? You. And you. Ah! Jamie Caskey and Sarah King, <laughs> what, what? And we're going to drink wine and paint. Yeah, and, oh, and if very folks important, come, very this important. is a super important point, yes. if uh, folks will join us, which we would love to have happen. Oh, please, we'd love to meet you. Yeah, it, bring a bottle of wine that you may have a question about or you may want to tap into your expertise on, and Sarah will be sharing some expertise. I'll, I'll do my best. I can't promise miracles, but I just <laughs> want to make sure you know that you will not be provided wine at this event. They don't provide wine at Wine and Design. You have to bring your own. So bring one that you're interested about and we'll talk about it. Chat it up. All the details about this party are at our website, WRALFM.com and on our Facebook page, which you can find under Wine and Dandy. So Maybe we'll sip some. No, maybe. Maybe not if you're not a good share. (laughs) Let's go on to our first podcast of 2018, Jamie. Yes! Happy New Year. Happy New Year. It's Wine and Dandy because wine is fun and we intend to prove it. I'm Sarah King. I'm Jamie Kasky. And today's episode is sake. Which is so funny because I was like, oh, we're doing sake. Right. Well, that's Long one of the Jamie. first things I learned about sake is uh-huh. the fact that you have to pr- you have to pronounce it like a snob, basically. Sake. It's sake, not sake. sake. To me. Yeah, right. sake. Okay. <laughs> that's I, I've been reading. I'm doing my research. Uh-huh. I researched a lot. I, I oh. knew some about this. Uh-huh. I've actually pulled out... My restaurant notes. When I oh. used to be the general, the assistant general manager at this big restaurant in New York, uh-huh. we had a sake. Sake. I do the same thing. Yeah. I stop myself. Sake <laughs> class. Uh huh. And so I had to pull those notes out and find them. Cool. I instantly got stressed out the minute I started looking through it. I was like, Oh <laughs> God, I remember that. I remember that. Oh God, that was horrible. So. Um, yeah, I had to do some research for this. Well, and the cool thing about this, too, is, um, and we will post this picture online, the bottles for sake are, well, one's a jar. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, Very we'll get different. Into that Very different. They're all pretty beautiful, I yeah, think. I love are. I love pretty much anything Japanese, though. Mm-hmm. Um, all right, so what do you know about sake? Uh, I still feel, pro- well, I feel so pretentious saying that way. I just want to <laughs> say it's sake. I just have to remind myself, it's not like hockey. Yeah. It's sake. Um, so here's what I know. Uh, a million. Wait, wait, wait. You know what I do to remind myself? Huh. 227, Jack A. That's how I. Jack <laughs> Sake. Nice. That's how. Well, I... you just. There goes that snobby. Yeah. That's how <laughs> I, That's exactly how I remember it every time. So go ahead. Uh, so here's all I know is um, probably 20 years ago, uh, we were out, I think, at Kanki, and they mm-hmm. served it warm in little tiny cups. Oh, and yeah. now it is served more like wine. So yeah, I think, some, A, the alcohol content is nowhere near as strong as it was then, uh, is my guess, because it came in tiny cups, but that's just a guess. No, it's they're, they're, it's the same. It's just oh. a different vessel. Oh, okay. and you can still get it warm, It's and some are designed to be drunk warm. Oh, okay. Um, and, and I'm going to go ahead and say this first off. I don't know very much about sake. Okay. I know some, mm-hmm. and, and and by some I mean very little. 
Okay. I know enough to tell you what I know today and enough to probably fill this podcast, but I mean, it is a world. We will have tapped out. Yes, exactly. <laughs> like there's so many different terms and there's so many different types. Mm-hmm. I picked what I consider to be kind of three basics, but I couldn't even find like classic basics. I, oh, had, wow. I found one is sparkling. Oh, nice. Yeah. I didn't even know they made sparkling. Exactly. Okay. But that's the only, well, we'll get to what kind it mm-hmm. is, but that's the only kind in that category that I could find was a sparkling. Wow. So there's just, there is so much sake out there. And would you consider it wine? No, very good question. That's actually the next <laughs> point I was going to go to. Uh, no, sake is more like beer than wine. Oh, interesting. And people call it rice wine, but rice wine's a whole other thing. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Sake is is made from rice. It is brewed though. Oh, oh, well, it's like not beer. distilled. Okay. It's brewed. Okay. So um, that's the first misconception. Okay. Um, and there's there's some basics to tell you about. It's made with just rice and water and a little bit of mold and a little bit of yeast. Oh, oh. I love it when my beverage has mold in it. Well, you eat cheese. You're always talking about those That's cheese true. plates. Yeah, I do like cheese. Um, and then what they do, the way they, technique is huge. Mm-hmm. Huge. Okay. It, it makes all the difference. I mean, technically you could say you could make sake with just rice, water, and technique. That's it. Wow. Yeah. Uh-huh. Okay. And what they do is they polish the rice. How, well, that already sounds so fancy. Doesn't it? So <laughs> polished. Uh, so the outside of the rice is where they consider the impurities to be. Uh-huh. So the more you polish it and get it down to the tinier and tinier little pearl, mm-hmm. um, the more clean and clear your sake will taste. This is so funny because that makes me think of the old rock tumblers we all yes. had when we were kids. Yeah. <laughs> You're just tumbling, tumbling. Same thing. And it becomes more beautiful and Ex- more pure. Exactly. Cleaner and cleaner. Okay. So, and you'll see on some, not all, they'll tell you the percentage that is left from polishing. Okay. So, does this make it more expensive because of Yes. That? Yeah, okay. So, the reason why is if you've polished down to... A nub. 40%. <laughs> Or, yeah, 40%. So 40% of the rice kernel is left. Okay. You need more rice to make it. Yep. And that's why it's more expensive. Okay. Each of the categories is like, let's, let's well, what we sure. have today, I have a June Mai. Oh, God bless you. <laughs> <laughs> June Mai. Okay. I've brought in three today mm-hmm. that I consider to be kind of the starter kit. Or, honestly, I picked them because I feel like a couple of them you may have run across. Oh, okay. So... The first one we'll taste, and maybe should we just jump in and tasting? Yeah, let's okay. give it a shot. Okay, so well, this the prettiest one, the giant blue bottle says right there, pearl at the very top, creamy nigori sake, which might not be what we're starting with. It'll be what we end with. Okay, but um, is pearl describing the rice then? Pearl is most likely describing the color of the sake, and Ooh, you'll see when okay. we pour it. This bottle is gorgeous, y'all, and it's that's a actually a domestic deep, deep product. Blue. Oh, huh? I okay. know. There's so much to learn, Jerry. There is Tasky. a lot to learn. So let's get to the uh, wines, sakes of the week. Okay. The first one we're going to taste is called Ozeki. It's described to me what it's in. It is in a jar yeah. with a pull tab, and this is basically the Budweiser of Japan. It looks like the old, um, do you remember the old dried meat, the old Hornell yes. dried yes. meat? Yes. Folks at home. That's what this looks like. Yeah, it's clear. <laughs> um, it's designed to take with you. I mean, okay. it really, like, it's kind of like the Budweiser of Japan. Okay. And it is polished till there's 78% left. So most of it's oh, left. okay. And it's Junmai. So Junmai, when you see the word Junmai on a label, because there are different kinds. There's uh-huh. Junmai, there's Ginjo, there's Daiginjo. 
There's okay. Nagori, and there's like 15 other ones. I was going to say, I'm not going to remember those No, three. no, no, you <laughs> won't. But, well, you might after we taste them. But uh-huh. when you see the word Junmai uh-huh. written on a label, that means pure rice. Literally, it means pure rice. Oh. And um, that means they didn't add any extra alcohol because that's part of one of the techniques is to add, I think it's called brewer's alcohol. Oh. Let me check my notes. Yes. Flip that page over. Uh, yeah, it's called Brewer's Alcohol, and if they add that, they can't call it June Mai. Oh, interesting. So even though it's in basically a small mason jar, this one's going to be really very nice. Well, it's got 78% of the rice left, so a lot of the impurities are there. Oh, okay. June Mai is the, if you just see straight June Mai, uh-huh. that's the one of the lower categories. Oh, They're okay. very robust. Oh. They have a lot of flavor. Okay. Um, that's some of the, the uh, characteristics that you'll know. They're full-bodied. Now, is this going to be something, Sarah, like we always, um, and I have really become <laughs> so fond of this, sniffing our wine. And you seeing, smell, yeah. Can absolutely. You, you can do that with everything, though. You can this? also do that with, um, if you taste spirits, mm-hmm. you, the nose oh, is yeah. always part of it because your nose and your mouth are connected. Okay. Um, speaking of June Mai meaning pure rice, pure rice uh-huh. sake just literally translates to alcoholic beverage. Oh. <laughs> Isn't that funny? <laughs> It takes a lot of the romance right out of Doesn't it. Doesn't it? Let's, you know, so now you don't feel so snobby for saying Not at okay, all. You're saying alcoholic <laughs> beverage. So let's pop this top and have a taste. Okay. Do you want to do it? Oh. I think you kind of okay. do. This is, oh my. Let me see if I can get it. It's kind of like here. popping open a tuna fish can. Oh, yeah, it is. You're just going to peel Keith back and come try after not you. to cut myself. <laughs> oh, it's, this is hard. <laughs> you want me to do it? Yeah, you better. <laughs> It's like get away from the equipment real quick. It has a top, sort of like if you're trying to open maybe a vitamin bottle, and then it has that paper top, and you're pulling only part of it comes off. Oh, very nicely done. If there's alcohol, I'll get to it. (laughs) (laughs) She just went at it with her teeth. No. I'll say the jar makes it awkward to pour. It is dead on crystal clear white, though, isn't it? Okay, so let's have a little whiffy. It smells sweet. Woo! Yeah, it does. Mm -hmm. It smells... Alcoholy, you know, you get that you, kind of uh, that hot nose on it. Yeah, there's always like a huh. dampness to sake that I smell. It mm-hmm. kind of smells like yeah, around the edges. Really. Yeah, it's like, it smells like damp. If you can call a scent something around the edges, but it really does. It comes in around the edges of your nose, like eh, yeah, a little wet, a little wet. Yeah, it smells a little damp, and but definitely smells a little sweet. Mm-hmm. Is this? Thicker? Having, it looks a little thicker. Too. It's a little viscous. Yeah, mm-hmm. viscous. Wow. Give me that a nickel. Is the word of the day? <laughs> I will give you a nickel. <laughs> Let's taste it. Hmm. Yeah, it's okay. It's, it's, <laughs> now this is seventy-eight. It's very, it's harsh. It is harsh. It's a little like rubbing alcohol. Ah, it's very alcoholy. Yeah, it is not good. And, and the aftertaste is also bitter. Very rubber alcohol. Yeah, it's bitter. <laughs> yeah, it's um, it's supposed to be drank really cold, just, just like you would with a crappy beer. Right, you know, oh, yeah. you want so the cold. Can. The colder the you cold drink blocks. it, the more you can drink it. I, I would want oh, this Budweiser straight out of the ice. I like Budweiser. If I'm going to drink a be- cheap beer, I Are will drink a Budweiser. Budweiser. Yeah. Really. Next up, though, here's my Carolina Beach in me. Mm-hmm. Natural light. A little natty light. It's the beer with a taste for food. It <laughs> is the beer with a taste for food. Paying attention to those advertisements. Well, um, yeah, that is not pleasant. No, it's really not. God. Yeah. Is, do you think that has anything to do with the um, vessel that it's in? Okay. I don't think it has anything to do with the vessel. I okay. think it's got everything to do with the fact that it's 78% left, right. and it's just not a good quality. No, it's not. I mean, this thing, I think this, how much did it cost? I should have written that down. Um, I got this at Seaboard Wine. I got mm-hmm. all of this at Seaboard oh, Wine. Okay. And I want to say this cost like six or seven, not even. Yeah. 
So and how many maybe ounces five is bucks? that? It's like a it's like a ten ounce, eight eight ounce, maybe. Uh, it's small. It is small. Should say on here six fluid ounces. So oh yeah, so six ounces for for um, ten bucks, and I, I'm not going to recommend it, but. And, and sake, sake lover, runs, like as far as alcohol levels can mm-hmm. go, they're going to run a little bit hot. It's definitely hotter than beer. Okay. Beer yeah. is typically, I think the most I've ever seen in a beer is like 13%. And that's when one of those that's like, high. well, that's sure. a craft brewer one. Like, right. like Budweiser's 4.5% right. alcohol. Um, and wine tends to be between 9% and like 15%. Okay. This is in the 15, 16, 18 percent range. Oh, okay. Right. So it's in between. And right. then you get to liquor and you're talking like 50%. Like, right. All right, so let's try our next one. I I would compare that to liquor or spirits, actually, with the way that it tasted, wouldn't you? Yeah, definitely. This is so cute. It's like a little beer bottle. Yeah, but it's definitely sweeter than... Yeah, a little bit. It smells sweeter. Yeah. It doesn't smell anything like it tastes. No. Which we run into with wine. Yeah, you can't always trust your nose. Mm -hmm. All right, so this one's called Okunomatsu. Uh, It's a Junmai Daiginjo. So June mine means they You're did right, not add so any right. any brewer's alcohol to it, and it is a sparkling sake, which, oh. from what I've read, is 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 a little newer. It's a newer technique. It's cool. not as it's not like an ancient practice. You okay, know? You're cutting edge, sister. Yeah, well, Daiginjo is considered the most expensive, typically. Oh, okay. Because this is going to be polished down to forty percent. Okay. So there's forty percent of the rice left. Sixty percent has been polished away, so it okay. tends to be more expensive. Okay. Gotcha. Um, and what's the alcohol content on the sparkling? Eleven percent. Okay, so lower than 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 the uh, <laughs> the first one. Well, let's see. I don't know what this one. This, the first one was fourteen percent. Okay, so yeah, it is a little lower. lower. Um, and like I said, this is a June Mai Daiginjo, and it's got. Um, I'm so impressed with you right now. <laughs> are you really? <laughs> yeah, you're tripping off the tongue. Well, I learned from someone who lived in Japan that you say nice. all the words, just like in Italy, uh-huh. you say every letter that you see, mm-hmm. and the same is true with Japanese. You don't skip over anything. You say everything. That is a great tip. Yeah. Okay. So like I this. Okunomatsu, and like I don't know, I like Jap- Japanese stuff. You learn like if you lis- listen to it enough, you kind of learn the dialect a little bit. Okay, I'm sure I'm not doing it perfectly. But let's pour this. Okay. Oh, it does. It's um since it's sparkling, it has it's got your favorite. It's got the bubbles. I know it's frothy, like a beer bottle size bottle. Right. It is in a 9.8 fluid ounce bottle. It's very pretty. Too. The label's cool looking. Yeah. Neat art. Well, this smells. It's definitely less strong. It's yeah. not. You don't get that alcohol burn in your nostrils. I honestly from like the so. First one. So as, as someone who can taste or smell wine and uh-huh. find like things to describe it, I have a hard time with sake. Yeah, I know it's definitely not as strong. Of a, a nose. Maybe a little, um, a little saltier than sweet. Yeah, but there's, not a, there's a definite by any right. I don't want to lead people astray with saying that it's just a little more savory smell. I'd say I get a little bit oh, of a little um, pineapple. Turkey. You oh. get be- I teriyaki. Mean pineapple. <laughs> 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 we don't know. <laughs> it doesn't smell as strong and as sweet as the first one. I can right. definitely say that's it doesn't true. sound as a, it doesn't smell as aggressive as the first one. It's lighter, but you know what's so funny? Oh, that's nice. Now that um, we're talking about it, I see why this is considered more like beer, because this to me tastes more like especially with the, um, with the carbonation. Yeah, it tastes like beer. There's but softer it's sweet bubbles. Beer, a yeah, bit of sweet it's definitely sweeter. Sake mm-hmm. is going to be a little sweet. Yeah. Not like sweet, sweet wine. It's, it's no. just lightly 
And I wish I could have found, I mean, the one, there actually was a Junmai Daiginjo not sparkling, but it was $35 a <laughs> bottle. Mm-hmm. And it was for a bottle that size, a nine, nine fluid ounces, $35. That's, yeah. That's expensive. That's and so I was- date sake, And I wasn't sure they're going to, yeah, exactly. I wasn't sure that they were going to reimburse me, so I just couldn't, yeah, I couldn't like, foot the bill for it. No. So, <laughs> Eddie sorry. brought you one third of a bottle of sake for our Friday night. Um, this also is very light on the tongue. I find it to be more bubbly than some of the sparkling wines we've Oh, had. yeah, for sure. It's frothy. It's real frothy. Mm-hmm. It's fun, As though. opposed to, like, champagne's not frothy. Mm-hmm. It's just kind of bubbly. Right. But this has got a literal, like, froth to yeah. it, you know? Do you ever take Gaviscon when your tummy's upset? No, but acid. maybe I should. <laughs> well, it froths up in your mouth, and that's uh, what this room. That's what, and I never tell people because I like it to be a little surprise for me, for them, <laughs> and then some fun for me as they're chewing it and frothing at the mouth. You're, you have bigger problems than you thought. <laughs> you um, have rabies. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, really. Gavin's yeah, not going to help that. But that's what this reminds me of is um, is that foamy Gaviscon-y Okay, well, feeling. I'm going to go pick up some of that. <laughs> You need to kick tums to the curb. But this is a little bit floral, I would say. Oh, yeah, you're right. It is. It's got a little floral note to it when you sip it. Which is weird because now that I've had it, when I smell it, it almost smells like um, a fruit syrup, like a yeah. like a simple syrup mm-hmm. made with fruit. That's nice. I like Imagine having this with sushi. I don't eat sushi, but I know that my husband would enjoy that. So. Um. Well, I mean, like imagine having It's so it, light. You're right. It would fit well, well with this, light with this fish. Well, this how soft and, mm-hmm. and salty. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. It would go really well with something salty. Yeah, Yeah, it would go really well with like a bowl of ramen. Mm -hmm. This would go really well with anything that's like overly umami. Do you Mm -hmm. know that word? Yeah, I do know that word. Okay. Um, The the umami is the sixth sense. It's the savory sense. And I think that it's kind of been adopted pretty much into the American way of thinking, too, because it's it's the sixth taste. Mm -hmm. Sweet, salty, sour, bitter. Maybe it's the fifth taste. Maybe it is the fifth. Umami. Because I'm trying because it's the tongue is usually sketched out, graphed out in the right. Four, I think and it's this I think the it's the fifth, and I, and it's like mushrooms have umami, mm-hmm. meat has umami, soy sauce has umami. It's just that savoriness to it. Right. So this would go really well with something like that. Oh, I bet it would. Yeah. So last up, we have like I said, it's a domestic product. I think it's from California. This is just beautiful. The bottle is such a royal, royal blue. It's pretty. Um, it's from <laughs> Oregon. Oh, interesting. So and I don't I don't think you shake it I don't remember oh yeah refrigerate refrigerate <laughs> refrigerate it and shake well <laughs> you got to shake it so oh. so nagori is a uh-huh. is a technique uh-huh. um this has been polished to sixty percent left okay so it's a little less high quality than the daiginjo mm-hmm. but a little better quality than the junmai okay okay um and. So these are heavily filtered. Mm-hmm. This is filtered also. A lot of people will tell you Nagori is not filtered, and that's not true. It's coarsely oh. filtered. They put it through like a cheesecloth. They, they, they don't, they oh. barely. So okay. whenever you hear in wine world, they say they leave it on the lees, which means like the, the gook that they ferment stuff with. Right. Nagori is the, the cloudiness you see in a Nagori mm-hmm. is the lees left over from, from oh. fermenting sake so it's basically just like you know if you if you lay if you leave your your rice and water together it'll get more yeah, and more you get cloudy that milky yeah that's exactly uh-huh. what this is it's okay. just not as filtered as the other ones then this is interesting because i think in the past this is the style that i've had in the little Most glasses people are introduced to this right okay okay that makes sense at least i was i mean you mm-hmm. get the hot sake which is typically a junmai they'll mm-hmm. do warm um because it's also better warm this is a, yeah junmai it masks some stuff i love nagori 
There used to be this... Um, Watered down milk. There's oh, this bar good. in the East Village in New York that used <laughs> to be right around the corner from where I work called Decibel. Mm-hmm. And I felt so cool when I'd go into that bar <laughs> because it was it had no sign. It just had oh. an on-air, like, radio-style sign that would turn on when it was open. Cool. And you'd go down, and it was, like, this underground sake bar. Mm-hmm. Graffitied all over the walls with just people who'd been there. And oh, yeah. it is one of the coolest places. It's very dark. Oh, yeah. um, and there's, like, a bar in the front and the back. And they serve you sake in these um, wooden boxes that has a little box inside, uh-huh. and they pour the bo- pour the sake into the little box inside, which is what you drink out of. Uh-huh. But it spills over into the bigger box, and I don't remember why uh-huh. you do that, but it's just it's such a cool experience, cool. and you can order little snacks. Yeah, it was the I miss Decibel. It was oh. such a cool place to go. Interesting name for a sake bar. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think it was in an old radio station, which is why they called it that. Oh, clever. Yeah, um, this kind of looks a little bit, and I think that's why this is makes me think this it looks and maybe smells a tiny baby bit like eggnog oh yeah but vanilla oh yeah very vanilla you're right a lot of vanilla and you can see the residue on the glass if you swirl it it's very milky yeah it's very very it looks kind of like i'm not gonna do that again (laughs) if if you're gonna like if you don't wash your rice and you stir it yeah stir it it, it's very milky yeah Mm, i love this stuff wow this is good this reminds me more of wine does it it does. But it, the mouthfeel is so creamy. And it has, uh, you know, on the edge of the tongue, the it's grippy. It's a little more grippy. Mm-hmm. This, to me, this is a little sweeter. Mm-hmm. And it sticks with you a little more. That grippy sticks because with you. Because of the coating on the tongue. Yeah. This would go really, really well with spicy food. <gasps> oh, you know what this would go well with? Cardamom cookies. Oh, yeah. Well, Which we don't have here. Or curry. Oh, yeah. I remember I brought up Despo because one mm-hmm. of the times I had a nigori there, and it was a sparkling nigori, and it was just, like, oh, heavenly. Um, interesting. But this, I think this is a good beginner sake. Uh, this Of the three, I like this one the best. There's not as much alcoholic edge to it. Right. It's creamier. It's softer. Yeah. It's you know, almost like a treat drink. Yeah, it, yeah. There's, like, a tropical thing going on, like a little coconutty yes. pineapple thing going on. Yes. Yeah, so I think that that would be a good beginner one. And this one is made by Momo Kawa. And like I said, it's made in Oregon. It's a Junmai Ginjo mm-hmm. Nagori. Nagori is a technique. Okay. Junmai means? Junmai means uh, pure rice. Correct. And Ginjo is a level of polished. So there's... Oh, okay. This is where it gets confusing. And I don't even know if I should go into this, but I will really mm-hmm. quickly, because when I in my sake class that I took when I was in that restaurant in New York, they, they defined it. Junmai is the first, mm-hmm. most robust, less, least polished. Okay. Ginjo is the middle. Okay. Like 60% is left of the rice, middle polished. Uh-huh. And Dai Ginjo is the most expensive, most polished away, 40% mm-hmm. left over. Okay, which is the second one we had, right? Was Correct. The so this okay. is a Ginjo, which means mm-hmm. it's the middle one, but it's done in the Nagori style, mm-hmm. which only means coarsely filtered. Okay. So this is interesting because, as is typical for me, um, I like the medium-priced one. Yeah, well, you know. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, because the... Um, most expensive one it was a little too even though it's 40 percent of the rice left so it is a nicer quality uh i didn't care for it as much it was a little too much like beer for me sure um but this one i like now how then this is a regular wine size bottle um, this is a 750 milliliter and how much was that i think i paid 13 or 14 for it well, maybe that, 18 what a great there. way to try something new especially you know, as people are getting so much more adventurous with their sure. food choices, that would be a great bottle, especially for the price point and a medium, middle-of-the-road uh, type sake to go ahead and try. 
Yeah, exactly. And Nagori's a good starter one. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to give you a few rules before we go. Oh, rules. Well, not, oh. not, a, not a ton of rules, but... Um, like hold your pinky out when you drink kind no, of roll? No, but you or? always pour sake uh-huh. for your guest. Oh, that makes sense. You always make sure their glass is full. Sure. Oh. And if you um, pour it for yourself, it's considered tacky. Uh-huh. Who pours yours then? You, like, it, the person that's with you. You always oh. pour it for the person, other people. You never oh, pour it for yourself. And you and always then you just pray can, they know that. Here's the most dangerous part. If you happen to have a uh, heavy drinker in your family and they're older than you, you always keep drinking as long as the oldest member of your party is drinking. The older, oh. the most elderly person in your party, right. the elder, elder in your party. So long as the elder in your party is drinking, uh-huh. it is customary to continue to drink as long as they do. Wow! So many people under the table at these sake bars. Yes. Oh, yes. And or the geisha take world your younger is... friends. Yes, exactly. Yeah. You be the eldest, yeah. and then you stop, and everybody else has to stop. One sip's good for me, team. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> so, what'd you learn? Well, I learned a lot because I came in knowing nothing. <laughs> so let's start with the obvious. I learned how to say sake. Okay. That's a, that's a start. Which um, actually bleeds nicely into one of my other favorite things is in Japanese, you say every letter that you see, mm-hmm. which is very helpful actually now. And I'll be yeah. changing the way that I try to guess at words. Um, <laughs> it's all about the technique. Sake is all about the technique. Um, some of them you can just make with rice water and technique. And what they do is they polish the rice. So a lot of the um, price difference and the style, the technique difference is how far they polish that rice down. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I've learned that I actually prefer <laughs> the nigori. Well, it's a starter. Is, and the milky, which is a little milky, a little, um, a little more mellow, mm-hmm. I think. Yeah. Um, but I really, really like that. And um, that sake is not wine. It's really more like beer because it's brewed and not distilled. Yeah. You did. I learned more, but I'm going to stop now. I really wish that I had been able to bring you a still Daiginjo, because mm-hmm. they really are amazing. Oh, well, yeah, they're, I'll they're, look for one, then. They're really, they're nice and clean. They're not aggressive. Mm-hmm. There was one we had at the one of the restaurants in New York that was called Arabashiri, which means first run. Oh. Um, Arab, it's also, a, like, it's, it's like getting extra virgin olive oil. Oh, oh, nice. Yeah, yeah. so, and there, I don't remember who made the Arabashiri. Mm-hmm. It was the most delicious sake I've ever had in my life. I I admittedly drank way too much of that because like you have one and it's just like it just tasted like sweet flowers in oh, heaven. Pretty. It was just so good. So so uh, do you drink sake then? Do you still even though you're not in the when restaurant? When I'm in a, when anymore? I go get Japanese food, I will. Uh-huh. Um, I don't drink it at home much. Mm-hmm. And honestly, one of the reasons is it's hard to find. Ah, not sure. a lot of people sell good sake. Right. Seaboard has a really nice selection. Uh-huh. And when I worked there, I was actually in charge of the sake because they... It's, they knew you knew. Well, they knew I knew more than they did. Nice. Because it's, it's a... I mean, I'm telling you, I have scratched the surface for you today. Yeah. I mean, that's... Science. You know pretty much all I know now. Uh-huh. And there is so much more out there. Yeah, so that like I would drink it more often if mm-hmm. I knew where to get it and had someone who could help me learn more. Now, uh, one more question for you then. Um, we were at a restaurant down in Cary, and they had flavored sakes. What's that about? I don't know. Did uh, they were they flavoring it themselves, or did it come I, in a bottle already flavored? It, it came in. I don't know because it came in the little like pitcher. They might be flavoring it themselves. They might be infusing I've never heard of that before. Yeah, I wondered if that was sort of a common thing, especially because it's like... What kind of restaurant was it? It was a Japanese restaurant. Hmm. 
I've never heard of that before. Yeah. It was good. It was tasty. But I prefer this um, nigori to So now you know that. when you look on menus and you see a nigori, you're going to like it. Yeah. Okay, good. I feel like I've grown so much today. I'm proud of you, as we're always. We're culturally diverse. Ah, uh, well. It's been Wine and Dandy. Thank you for joining us. Please download our podcast. You can go to WRALFM.com to download it and subscribe on iTunes, podcast app, or Google Play Music. Tell all your friends. Be nice and tell them. And leave us a review because that helps people find us. And join us on January 27th at Wine and Design. And come drink wine and paint with us. And remember, bring your own bottle. And um, I think that's about it. Join us again. Yeah. Wine and Dandy. Did you know that your unused medications could end up in the wrong hands? It's important to keep your medication secure in a locked location, such as a locking box or locking cabinet. When it's time to dispose of them, safety and properly dispose of old, expired, or unused meds by using an at-home disposal product or a medication disposal box in your community. Don't miss out on medication take-back events happening near you. Don't let anyone take what's yours. Lock your meds. Be aware. Don't share. Learn more at lockyourmeds.org nc. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.